Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. Now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh my God. Nicholas shot him. You shot Santa? This holiday season. Oh, oh, oh. Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Because naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. You want them? We got them. Movies for guys who like movies. Coming up next, only on TBS. Alright guys, welcome back to the New Blood Rising podcast. Here is holiday 2019. Uh, so if you're enjoying your Christmas break, whatever break, if you're in college, hope you're having a great time off for the holiday or whatever's going on in your lives. We're good. It's it's fun today because we're all back together as one to do a special kind of year-end episode. We did this last year a little bit with a uh, with a Christmas-themed movie with a wrestler, and that's what we're going to be doing today. I'm William Rinkin, joined by Jason Keesler. Hey, how's it going? Charlie Stabile. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And uh, if that, if only that's what we were watching today, <laughs> we're talking about. Um, I'd even watch Angels with Filthy Faces. Was that what Angels with Filthy Souls. Uh-huh. Uh, a classic fake movie. Yeah. All right, so that uh, let's start there. So today we're talking about Santa's sleigh. It's just Santa. Santa's sleigh, Will, not Santa's. And it's just Santa's sleigh, no apostrophe S. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. That's the most clever thing in the movie. Of course it is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Santa's sleigh stars none other than Fran Drescher. Hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be great right, to well, lead you off. Get, you're not wrong. You get, you get Chris Kattan. Yeah. You get James Caan. That's right. That means Goldberg's made movies with all the cons now. Scott Con. <laughs> okay, was, <laughs> that's you know, pretty good. You know, like I, I'm so I'm so dumb. At first, I'm like, Con Nudie and Sing. Yes, that share Con. What I want. That's what <laughs> Tiger. Now he just needs to do one Shaka? with Cumber. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's probably one of the best bits from the critic ever. Is the Rescue Nine One One where it's William Shatner like we where we respond to an emergency at James Con's house and he goes Con. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want a movie with all the cons: Shere Khan, Shaka Khan, Khan, uh, James. It would just would be amazing. Yeah, it, it, no, it would be. I, um, I love the story about him on Brian and Brian Song. It's an amazing movie, of course. Brian Song is so good, and like the most emotional scene in the movie, like the deathbed. Spoiler alert: Brian Piccolo does not make it to the end of Brian Song. Um, on his deathbed, he's looking at Billy D. Williams. And he, and are he's supposed to do this like really emotional goodbye? And just before they shoot, he's got a cigarette and a coke, and he just looks over and like, "All right, let's do this." 
And it's this really emotional scene. So, like, you can't look at the scene the same way anymore when you just think about James Conn with a Coke and a cigarette just seconds before him. Ready to die. All right, let's yeah. do this. All right, come on, guys. I got a heart out at 1230, he said. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wild up the pitch. So... No. So let's 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 so you guys pick this. I'm gonna let you guys kind of drive yeah. this because you guys wanted to do this. So talk about Santa Slay. Tell me about why this is important to do <laughs> a special movies for guys who like movies, so to speak. Well, I kind of like the idea of doing a Christmas theme movie because uh, I counted. There's about six, so we're good for the next few years. Um, I'd always wanted to see this, uh, not you know not for quality, but it's really for that concept. Of, Jason, you, like, you know, like this is the Ernest Saves Christmas fake movie. That, Basically, uh, instead of being an alien, it's yeah, Santa. It's Santa. And I remember when this came out, it was like, oh my God, they really went with this, and they, and they picked Goldberg. And we didn't really go full deep on the uh, cast here. I, I'm really curious about this cast, because, I mean, you've also got, like, Robert Culp. You've got Saul Rubinek. Like, the thing that's funny is that for being a Christmas movie, there's a lot of Jewish people in this. Yeah. I was going to say, this town, to be some town in wherever this is supposed to be, mm -hmm. um, has a real large Jewish community. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, <laughs> pretty sure it's yeah. Michigan. I'm pretty sure this is Michigan. Is it Michigan? Is it Michigan? Well, I just want to say, like, they've, like there, there are a couple hints, like, you know, the, the, the license grilled Wolverine. Like, he gives them... Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. It's a huge hockey grilled town. Grilled Wolverine. Or, that's right. or grilled, whatever it but is. No, no, but I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? The plate yeah. of... Yeah, shit. Grilled Benoit. Yeah, grilled... There you go. Oh, my gosh. That's right. So... So, so let me turn it. So, not only do you have established people, but you have someone who, at the same time they were filming this, they were telling someone on a, a first season of a TV show, "Hey, can you hold off on my filming for a little bit? I got to do this movie that I'm sure is going to be a hit because this is a TV show. We don't know how this is going to turn out." Yes. The girl in the movie is Claire from Lost, right? And so she's like, "Hold on, delay filming so I can finish filming Santa's Slay because this will be big." Oh, okay. She must have filmed it at the same time. Yeah, because it's like, this is a 2005 release. Yeah. And I think Lost debuted in the fall of 04. So, because the guy she's with, I don't know this guy. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything before. Well, he's got some good line deliveries. That's What the fuck is that? A Necronomicon? <laughs> no, no it's, he's, it pissed me off because he goes, a Necronomicon? That's like, oh. Ne yeah, Necronomicon. I, yeah. My favorite yeah. is like with a deadpan delivery. He goes, Hey, no offense. Are you fucking retarded? When he gives her, when she gives him the gun, yeah, I laughed out loud. So he tells her, "I've always wanted an Optimus. You know, I want an Optimus Prime or Castle Grayskull." Okay, they're like going, "Oh, we're really trying to, to cater to our audience. We've got a wrestler as the evil Santa. We're talking about '80s toys." And then she gives him the gun, and he goes, "A gun?" And then it transforms, and she goes, "Well, you said you always wanted one. I was so hoping he'd go." This is an Optimus Prime, and th oh my, because uh, he's still an idiot. The way he's like, whatever he says to her to piss her off, is it, it calls her dad odd or something? Because <coughs> yeah, all his guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like the hero of the movie, so we know where this movie's leaning in 2019. <laughs> I said it. It's it's true. I mean, <laughs> but so uh, so let's talk about the story of this of this movie because it's a lot of story. For seventy what four minutes? Yeah, seventy eight minutes. Is it seventy eight? It's seventy eight. Let me see. Real quick, there credits. used to be a rule. I remember this in the movie theater. If it's if it's a live action film under ninety minutes, it's no good. I've never heard of the live action underneath eighty minutes. I don't know that that's getting into like some territory that I've never yeah. explored. And five and a half minutes of it are credits, and then there is a four second post credit scene uh, that looks like it was shot on a Nokia TechStar phone. Because yeah. um, it just literally looked like it was tacked on because it was horrible. But go ahead. What's the story? So uh, Santa's actually always been evil. Uh, he lost some kind of curling match. <laughs> uh, but I got 1,500 years ago. I don't know. And a thousand years uh, ago. Just a thousand? Well, because no. it's up. It's a millennium. Oh, it's a millennium, millennium, millennium. He's a millennium of being nice. Because I like how the kid's like, that was a thousand years ago today. It's like... A thousand years ago. It's, it reminds me of I got a first edition. The first of edition of the Iliad for you. Here you go. Um, so he loses, and he has to do good deeds for a thousand years. And by the time a thousand years is up, he can go back to being evil and killing. Like he's basically Satan. Like like they keep alluding to that. They show that in the title screen. Like when the words are kind of mixed up, and 
This is well, our movie. He's the son of Satan. He's the other is, immaculate. Is con- yeah, because they said there were two immaculate conceptions, one being Mary and Jesus, and then the other I can't remember the lady's name, but it's so not for like ancient time name. It's like, and then here's and it's he's Santa, the son of Satan. Um, that's why the names are so close, and he's a jerk. <laughs> and I will give them big time credit for in the opening credit montage that was done on like the pre-version of Final Cut Pro um, because it's the same flip wipe. All those pictures of Santa doing the good deeds, he looks miserable as shit or angry. So I do like that, that it didn't turn him into a nice person. He just had to begrudgingly do all this. So I do like that. And I do like the storybook artwork. Like, but here's something in the movie that's that's really strange. Because I honestly didn't know the tone of it before I saw it. I always saw that front cover and was like, oh, this is just going to be like Jack Frost or something. It's a horror movie. Uh, they're set during Christmas time. Um, the things that Goldberg does is like really like intense and horrifying. But it's set to the most holly jolly bullshit music just so that we don't feel too bad. I saw a video online where I, I forget I can't I forget the name to credit him correctly. So this is not mine, but I like this comparison. It's like it sounds like your high school teachers got together in a Go Go's cover band. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, really I nice. think flat out this movie would ought to me be at least one and a half points higher without the shitty music that's dubbed over. Like it's <clears throat> like that Sharknado esque bad quality music they throw in there. <sighs> that just keeps going, ha-ha, this is supposed to be bad, and it, it really just ruins it. Well, a lot of a, it. So It's a dark comedy, I, can't I, you tell? I, yeah. I would love to think that they had a really intense score, and then they screened it for an audience, and you're like, this is, <laughs> this oh is my, way too intense. Look what he's doing to that stripper. <laughs> that that tri- Trit Reznor did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not only bad music, it literally sounds like when it comes on that someone was playing a copy of the movie and then someone was playing the tape in a boombox and just filmed it because it sounds so, the mixing so bad. Yeah. So the kids, uh, I, I guess, so the boy and the girl work at this, what is it? Is it a deli? A deli. It's just that Saul Rubinek runs and... Then he goes home and he find and like has, he's got this grandfather that's really weird and everyone thinks he's strange. But as it turns out, he's the only sane one, and he's the one who sent who did this to Santa all those thousand years ago. You know, defeat him in the curling defeat match. Defeat him in the curling match. Don't know how he's still alive or you know they don't really. I don't care. Uh, and it's Robert Culp's. And somehow he had a child, like, uh, just yes. 16 years ago. He Just 16 years ago, he went. You know what? It's probably about that time. Well, no, he. I guess it was further than that. He had a some right. Because He's a gr- what happened to the parents? We don't know. <laughs> I want answers. I want like, answers. This kid is the ultimate orphan. You don't know what happened to his parents. He's just living with his crazy grandpa. I'm no one. I'm no one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks they know me. Easy. No one does. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I will say I love the the animation in the middle, the Raskin, like that is really cool. Holy hell, where did that come from? That they act like that's like the smartest thing. This movie is like you know what this would be a really cool homage to, you know those uh, Rankin and Bass. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. No, well, it's not me, but thank you, Rankin. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I appreciate it. No, no, no. Rankin. It was really. It was like it's like like. It's like astonishingly well done. It's, it's fantastic. And maybe it's because the movie's so bad that like it elevates it. But I really do think it looks good. Um, one unforeseen thing I saw was that um, we're, there's actually more than one wrestler in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. I missed the who was who this? Zeus. Yeah. Oh, Tiny's the, in it. Tiny. I missed yeah. it. I must have. I must. Yeah. I must have been part of the. How? That's out. the most. That's the most problematic scene in movie history right now because it's just like they go, oh. Uh, we need to spice things up a little bit. This town's looking pretty white. Um, so we're just going to... And it's not that they... It's like, okay, cool, you get a cameo from Zeus. It's just that as soon as they show Zeus, really bad fake hip-hop background music comes in. He's doing nothing but talking about how violent it was in the hood and is somehow aware of what happened to the people in the strip club just the night before because they're all out of gum because the gum delivery driver was killed at the strip club. Like, that's pretty specific 
knowledge. So I was thinking, oh man, he's going to be like an angel. He's going to be something. You just never see him again. You no. Never see- so real quick, this is saying like IMDb says it's Santa's sleigh. I don't mean to be nitpicky here, but I'm just wondering if this is either an error. God forbid, IMDb has an error, or if if it actually was. I don't know. The poster here too is yeah, show this? the poster. Oh, yeah, that's one poster. Wait, wait, Brett Ratner? Yeah, Brett Ratner produced. It. I, I didn't miss that in the credits too. Yeah, man, how about it? <laughs> how about not? <laughs> that's how. Yeah. That's how they got probably that first scene. Was yes, just, I definitely that, think that. Mm-hmm. And then he went, "All right, guys, you're on your own." <laughs> it sounds like that. That's the tra- is that, I I've not seen the trailer, but I feel like that's the trailer of the movie. Like the whole thing. I would. Why, why not? not? You know? He comes down the chimney and he, and, and the, that music starts and it's it's ridiculous. Uh, one thing I do like though, I do like Goldberg's Santa costume. Yes. Like, I'm not wrong there. Okay, because I thought no. I thought it was really. Like, it, it had a sinister look about it, but not, and, like, obvious. Yeah, and I like that there's a, like, they give him the cool, the character trait of he takes his hat off before he kills. Yes. Like, <laughs> I know that's something stupid, but in this movie, like, well done. Like, this I'll made take a what point. I can get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, But, man, like, that strip club scene is insane. Oh, yeah. Like just, that, I will say I love the makeup on old boy when he gets lit up or he gets electrocuted. Yes. Oh yeah, that, that I mean quality work. And then that person must have left. That was their only day on the set. Like all right, you can't afford can't me afford for, you anymore. Yeah. Greg Nicotero shows up. You got one favor, Ratner. One favor. And <laughs> yeah, it this, can't take more than a half hour. Because when you look at this, this David Steinman, the guy who wrote it, I put that in quotes and directed it. Most of his credits are assistant to Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner? Red so Brett Dragon, Ratner was trying Rush to give him a rub. Two, Family Man. Family Man. Yeah. All right. There you but go. But this was the only movie he wrote and directed. I think for good reason. Although it did make like six grand in the United Arab Emirates. When it, or, or, wow. Yeah. I don't know if I said what? that right. I don't know if I even oh, said the that. Oh, I, I always pronounce it Emirates. Like, yeah, I messed that talking up. About? Yeah, I don't know if I that's even that right. That's my fault. But I didn't. did this movie have a theatrical release no. in the U.S.? No. So how could it do well? Like, especially in 2005. Oh, I have no idea. I yeah. looked up. I could not find like, any numbers no. really about, like... It was direct-to-video. About, and, and of course, like, back then, what a different market that That's was. That's what I'm saying. Like, today, to, it could do well, yeah. I think. But yeah, do you, do you think that this movie would have done more or at least had some kind of promotion if this was done when he was still wrestling instead of after? If this Possibly. is a 99 or 2000, if he does this instead of Universal Soldier, what? The Return. Right. Um, wow. Maybe. Sure. It may have even may have even snuck into theaters if it was, if it was made back then. Well, I mean, they kind of did this movie again a few years ago with uh, Krampus. Right. And that's... Goldberg would have made a all right Krampus, I guess. Sure. It's just The idea of Santa Claus being evil is really hard to accept. And Krampus is a better version of this movie. This is well, this is a very typical Gremlins type movie. The town gets shut down, and they have to figure out a way to beat this thing. Like that's pretty much it. All right. So, starting with Jason, like, why do you like this movie? Why do you? Or, well, I'm, he likes it. Or yeah, I mean, I, why do you? <laughs> bravo, Jason. Bravo. <laughs> no, no, Jason. Whoa, Jason. I don't like it. I enjoy watching it for the reason I enjoy watching a lot of bad movies. It's fun. Of course. Um, it, it's probably. Like, at least the first half is fun with a group of people. Um, and then it, like, really slows down and it tries to get plot. When it's just, you know, Santa Goldberg going around and murdering people, um, it's pretty fun. There are a lot of things, like I mentioned, like the hat thing. And then there, there's, like, an odd attention to detail in really weird spots. Like the scene where he's careening down the road behind the old lady in the car. And the reindeer's running on the road. He's not flying. There's tiny sparks where his the bottom of his sleigh is hitting the road, and I thought like, okay, that's stuff. You know, it's just little things that that you wouldn't think people that get paid attention to in here. Just like him always taking his hat off before he kills somebody. Uh, uh, like it, the plot itself or the the story of of evil Santa and why he's evil and the millennium is up. That's a great idea. It's just the execution is really piss poor. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and the production quality is actually, I thought, pretty impressive. Uh, 
I was expecting a low rent bullshit movie. And I just got a bullshit movie, but with a decent look to it. Yep. And that's probably the nicest thing I can say about it is that like I wasn't unconvinced by the effects of 2005. Uh, right. Like the worst looking shot to me is when they, I, I guess when they're doing the second curling match and you see Into Hell. Yeah. It, that doesn't look that good. But other than that, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and Dave Thomas is pretty funny in it. Oh, Dave Thomas. <laughs> I mean, like, the the scene where he's reading off the stripper names at the the <laughs> Christmas Day, like, sermon or whatever it is, and he just keeps reading them and looking at reactions for the crowd, because he's like, Tess Tickler, Dixie Normus. And, like, my thing is, is, like, Tess Tickler, okay, that's a fun stripper name, but if you're going to do, if you're a Christmas movie... And you're doing a strip club with a marquee performer. Your stripper name should be something Christmas related. Testicular uh-huh. is not like Miss Missy L Toe or something, and then have just like some, you know, you know where I'm going. I mean, just something, just there. But it's like there's there's like I mentioned, there's a lot of attention to detail, and then there's so much half-assing as well. Um, as far as because how does this, does Santa just kill everybody? Or does he decide to... I mean, it just seems like if you meet him, you're done. Or are we supposed to interpret that if Saul Rubinak would have had the deli open so that Santa could get a sandwich, he wouldn't have killed him? I, I don't I don't yeah. understand. There's, like, two things that I really don't understand. One of them is, I guess he just kills to kill. Like, it doesn't seem like he's trying to meet a quota. So at first, it seems like... What I like is each person in the the first couple at least like the lady in the deli who's just the worst customer ever oh, or God. the family they're always set up before he shows up like these are not nice people mm-hmm. so right they're naughty people and he and said like this is how we take instead of you know you getting coal he just murders you so it was like okay is this what we're gonna do like he's he's knocking he's he's basically killing off naughty people but then you're right then it's like Saul Rubinek's really not what did he do? He's not really a bad guy. Yeah, he just said we're closed. Yeah. And I do like that Goldberg bothered to break the window and then flip mm. the clothes to open. <laughs> yes. Like that, that stuff I, like that saves movies. Again, this is credit to a vi- the video I saw that was just running through all the kills again, which was just fun to look at. <laughs> Goldberg does that spear for real. He does. Yeah. I saw Rubinek, so doesn't cool. he? Yeah, yeah that's I do. Right. I give him credit. Not a huge Goldberg guy, but man, I respect. I respect the fact that he does his spear through like a. Uh, it's a glass. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Do a deli cap. I mean, he figured. Found this dirt. He just figured, well, fuck it. I mean, I lost a year and a half for breaking a limousine window. What, what's the deli counter going to do? <laughs> yeah. oh, you think you're naughty? Oh, God. <laughs> um, the second Maybe. thing I don't get, I don't understand how time works in this movie. Uh, there's this thing about, well, it's five hours ahead at the North Pole. At seven o'clock, it'll be midnight, and all this, this shit will be over. And then it gets to be seven o'clock, and Goldberg's like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm also Father Time as well." And it's, it's uh, he said no because right. he's like, "You idiot!" He said, "The North Pole is the point where all the time zones converge." And I'm like, "Yeah, so, that that does make sense. Like, why would the well, North sure. Pole be beholding to, to to like to the time zones because the time zones are latitudes, uh, but like." Yeah, it, it's where he tells him that also, and then the the grandpa just goes, "He's faking, he's bluffing, he's just trying to get away." Like, what? <laughs> Aren't you omnipotent too? Don't you right. know this? <laughs> he, uh, he becomes a force ghost. Right, right, yeah. right. That's because right. he's an angel. He was an angel that gave up his immortality. Because remember Goldberg goes, "Oh, the angel!" Like, what the fuck, man? Like, was this part of your plan, Goldberg? Goldberg Claus? What do we call him? And also, shouldn't he be Hanukkah Harry instead of Santa? <laughs> Hanukkah. <laughs> now, eight crazy nights of murders would be awesome. Because then you get time to build it up and like just go all out with the craziness. And I like that write... he, uh, he's not really defeated. Like, yeah, he's, he's stuck in like airport terminal for and then, like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for his flight. Yeah, like I... I Whenever there's a, it ends the same way as whenever, don't breathe. Yeah. Whenever there's like a horror movie and there's like a, a stalker, a beast, a killer, whatever it is, a thing, like in your mind, like oh man, like because like when it's just such a killing machine throughout the movie, you're like man, something really stupid's gonna upend right. this thing. But it doesn't happen here. 
In fact, he just kind of stuffs Dave Thomas into the sleigh and he lets he him take the, the fall. Shit out of him. He lets him take the fall for it and get shot up by the NRA of the movie. <laughs> just yeah. light him up. And that's my favorite part is people have seen this Santa. I mean, you would think, and then they are able to physically confuse Dave Thomas for Goldberg. I mean, if I was Dave <laughs> Thomas, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. And also, why is Goldberg fat? They keep calling him Fat Boy. Yeah, that's right. He's like, ah, oh, Mrs. Claus is a good cook. Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> oh, he says that, Charles. That's, that's uh, the, doesn't he that, say it at the end? That's the post-credit scene that's so fuzzy and blurry that it looked like it was like told it was like filmed like on a StarTech phone and he's just like who's next and then like it's over with super quick i would love if they had done this in 1997 with peak austin like before he like and, and, oh, and before he went and, full face and, and, and he doesn't kill people he just beats people up around town <laughs> <laughs> and the music plays every time he shows up and then he just starts just and then he leaves he just leaves he doesn't do anything yeah. take your ass to church <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like every every scene is like when he showed up to Brian Pillman's trailer. He beats oh up those no! <laughs> beats up oh, those oh go in the pool. <laughs> yeah, above ground pool. Yeah, that's a classic. He throws the wagon at that guy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he, still he takes has a, a red off. wagon, red wagon, and just beats the shit out of people with it. Cause ho, like, ho, ho, the, you son of a bitch. I do think it's like funny, like the mythos of like, you know, Santa has to be sneaky so you don't see him mm-hmm. is completely disregarded. He just shows right up. And he just starts you to... hear the music outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's no explanation where the music's coming from. It's just with him as he, as he goes from place to place. But in this movie, like, it's the same sort of thing, though. Like, there's no like, like, oh. You know, he's sneaky because yeah, Goldberg being sneaky. Oh, yeah, of course. How about it? It's like Goldberg being a good wrestler. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, Stutter. I'm just Whoa. kidding. I'm Whoa. Just, I'm just kidding. Or, or, but I mean, here's they do all these shots of his sleigh in the sky, and people are like right outside looking at it, but no one goes, "Holy shit, do you see that?" Because he's a horrible right. driver. Like it's like up and down and up and down, and it's just like, come on, man. No, that's true. Emily DeRaven, uh, when she first leaves the guy, uh, the, her boyfriend, whatever's house, she reverses the car out of the driveway, and literally Santa rides right, right by on the sled. And I, it's like, how can you not see that? Yeah. And it's just like they didn't even care. <clears throat> no, they just uh, it's all we'll do it in post. Remember to act like you see something, and then she got, and they're like, ah, eh, that's good enough. I do like the move of when Santa gets on the car and he tells Emily to slam on the brakes. Oh, no, it's the truck when he gets stuck in the bed of the truck and like slam on the brakes, hit the gas, and he just goes rolling out of the truck. I was like, okay, well, that's that's kind of fun. Well, because he shot him in the face, but the glass didn't right. break in the back window somehow. Magic bullets. Oh, mm. Mm. <laughs> magic bullets. Come on, if so, you're going to buy Santa, buy magic bullets. So this reindeer eats people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he like burps up a hat. I think that's what he what it was. Yeah. Says valet. That's how you're supposed to know he ate him. Yeah. Oh right, that's right. Which is wow. That's good scripting. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's quality. Letting yeah. me in on the information. That's what I want. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> that's right. Don't spoon feed it to me. Just kind of let it. me know. Yeah. Right. Just just kind of lead me to the water. I'll take I, a sip. I, you know, with movies like this, what I'm fascinated by it, I think about it, is like, okay, when you're conceiving of the project, like this is what we're gonna do. What are your expectations, like for with the release of it? Like, are we gonna make this X amount of money? Because like back then, because because everything that's wrapped up is like it's so bad, it's good, and it's like I don't think people no. intentionally make bad movies, unless it's Sharknado. And and I'm like, yeah, which I'm. I, which the first one like totally fit into their whole like catalog of goofy shark Yeah. It just happened to be a cultural phenomenon. It really was. It it it, it became what Snakes on a Plane wanted to be. Yeah, that's yeah. what was weird because that is actually a decent movie. <laughs> and, and, and but it wasn't like it, what's funny is like Snakes on a Plane wasn't bad enough to become Sharknado. I guess that's it. It just kind come come comes back around. It just kind of rode down the middle and it just became forgettable. Yeah. More than anything. And but anyway, the reason I say that is like I just wonder like, like when you're coming like you know this movie sounds just dumb. Mm-hmm. I like when you're I'm not talking about like before you even shoot it like we're gonna well, we're gonna get this wrestler. It's gonna be called Santa Slay. <laughs> it's gonna Santa we're trying to get Jimmy Khan. 
And I, I just wonder what are the expectations like for when back you make then, these movies. I like this is what I think. Back then, back in the days of video stores, you would be enticed to, to watch a movie just by seeing the front cover. And that's an interesting cover, and it says Bill Goldberg. Like I think they were banking on wrestling fans just renting this movie. That goes back to the whole Golem Globus thing, where it's like they just made posters. Oh, that's just, right. They this... made posters, and then the movie to try to fit the poster, <laughs> and it never happened that yeah, way. Yeah, it's just the best. That is an awesome way to make movies. Not. I mean, <laughs> you go back to like even further, like with books in grocery stores, like the the trashy romance. The romance novel. novels. There's yeah. they're made completely by the cover. Even yeah. Star Wars, the original... If you could just bend her over, I mean, you'd be a bestseller. <laughs> no, they're always in the sheets. Look at the original poster for oh, A New Hope. Awesome. Like, this this really, like... Oh, this one was yo, ripped. Yeah. Just, yo, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel the force. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. right. But anyway, yeah, I just I just wonder about stuff like that. Like, what's the... What are people it, thinking about? This isn't a $100 million, dollar, like, box office movie. Because I I think... Yeah, I, I exactly. Like, like... I'm pretty sure they knew. I wonder if they knew they were going straight to. I'm sure movies. they did. I, I Goldberg's bet. only movie that we knew of him from that point was Universal Soldier. Well, this is Longest Yard, the same year as oh, that, oh, right? Oh five. I think so. Yes, but I think it was. I think it came out right before. I think it came out right before. What a what a two punch in May for Goldberg. If that was the release, was in May. Oh my God! Longest a Christmas Yard. a Christmas horror movie released in May. Fantastic. You know, it's never good. It I. I I, I'm trying to remember when. Oh, I swear there's been like a. Surviving Christmas came out in October. That that may be I the one I'm thinking that. of. And then it was on DVD in December. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> well, now <laughs> nowadays stuff is out super quick. Joker oh. came out what the first week of October. It's already out on digital release. But usually like, with Christmas movies, they wait a year. Like at least that's what they used to do. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, we'll put it out in November of next year, and I. I I think they did that with Grinch, uh, the new one. Which that's two thousand. That makes sense. That was back mm-hmm. like when they cared about sure. that, that that um that release schedule. Got to make that money. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. Uh, it's not like that now. And Santa Claus, like this. Oh, sorry, S- Santa's sleigh. Uh, this movie actually has like a few DVD releases. I think it's in a double pack with something. Oh wow. Yeah, like it's. I'm shocked <laughs> WWE Studios wasn't in on this. Feels at like the one time, of their movies. you know, like they, it, it does. Like I mean, God, and you know, what's sad is like their movies are. I hate to say it, they're even worse than this at times. Like at times, sure. I mean, they've had a couple. I mean, it's not to say their whole the catalog Marines, is bad, yeah. but like there's some of theirs where like like they're not even like funny, enjoyable, entertaining. I was like, man, this is just bad. I think we gave up after a while because we, we tried to run through them. Yeah, uh, and and we've even tried to go through the Steve Austin catalog, and that's bad. Like I wish there was a Vern book about the Steve Austin catalog of films because those are out for a kill or a oh, hunt to kill, hunt, hunt to, to kill. kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. was. And they tried to promote it as starring two people from The Expendables. Yeah, that's, that's how right. they were promoting it. I d- and I also the was the what was the boxing movie on the ropes. Or, oh, the one he's like this. Yeah, yeah where he shaved. The, where he shaved. Knockout. Knockout, yeah. On the he, ropes. <laughs> what a generic <laughs> boxing movie title. Or Against the Ropes. Well, were, yeah. those even, were those even WWE films? I don't think so. You know which one was? Was that crappy Randy Orton movie we kept seeing uh, previews for? The one, Money I'm going to go to the papers. That yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the papers. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the papers. What, what's it called? What, I think it's called Go to Sam, the Papers. Sam, I don't know. No, Sam, I am. That, 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 so, that, oh. That's what I am. With Ed Harris, you get yes. Ed Harris acting against Randy Orton. God, oh. Ed Harris doesn't stand a chance. I <laughs> think. <No. laughs> <laughs> but what would be great if it's the Ed Harris from History of Violence versus Randy Orton? I'd watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a shit in your bag, Ed Harris. <laughs> there was another Cena movie. What the hell was it? Well, well there's from cover just doing this. I don't. Well, there's the one that's Which like one? the family reunion Cena. movie. It's like a western. I think that's. Is that it? Oh God. Well, what? there was the the two Triple H movies that are like oh, the exact chaperone. same movie. The ones for kids, and then ones like supposed to be dramatic. It is. It's the exact same movie. Yeah. Is it? One was with Michael Rappaport, right? Is that the serious one? Uh, yes. 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 And this, yeah, because both of them he breaks out of, or he gets released from prison, and he gets. I thought you were saying he does a pedigree. 
<laughs> Guard, I'm having trouble with my lock here. <laughs> <laughs> he pauses for a second, looks around at the walls. <laughs> looks at the wall. Wants satisfaction from the walls. <laughs> you want it? Oh, I'm going to go to the... I'm gonna go no. Then there's the 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 Jamie Kennedy Edge. <laughs> oh, yes, that's the one I was breaking, right. breaking all the rules. The rule. breaking, breaking all the rules. rules. Breaking yeah. some of the rules. Breaking the box. Breaking office. a rule. One of the rules. Breaking my concentration. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. And God bless Edge. He's doing a movie or something with Kelsey Grammer. Now I will him. say, I I feel like they remade that movie, the Batista one, um, Stuber. Stuber. I want to see that because I yeah. heard that was like a. Uh, they they tried to shoot for like a Shane Black type of movie. They wanted to go like a rated R action comedy, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. Sure, it's got Batista's c- fun. C- I can't pronounce Kamal, that guy's name. Kam- yeah. Kamel Nanjani. I love Kamel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy's funny as hell. Yeah, that uh, I wanted to see that a lot because I felt like it was a remake of Breaking All the Rules because it was like it's a straight guy with an eccentric wrestler, right. basically. Yeah, that. <laughs> Man. Well, WWE keeps cranking out Christmas movies with Miz. Yeah, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, there's like three of them. I wanted so I never I wanted to see the this isn't a Christmas one. I want to see the Dean Ambrose one where he's like it's like Die Hard. Oh, the one where they did Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that one because I want to see Ziggler in the hand. You mean well, no. There's you mean Twelve Rounds Three. Yeah, that's oh. the <laughs> Twelve Rounds Three is on HBO right now. <laughs> it's the fifteenth. It's it's on this HBO right now. This was supposed right to be now. an exhibition. And I do want it, the Dolph Ziggler movie. I want to see it because it's weird because it's like a a universe where they're at a WWE event, but like Dolph Ziggler and Kane aren't wrestlers, and D- Rusev gets a gun. Like that's yeah. enough. The fact that they put that in the trailer, I'm like, all right, yeah. they knew Rusev with a gun. I'm in. Like, and it's all bad. I'm Russian Rusev too. So, are they making films for the WWE Network? Like, are they doing any original content like that? That's why I wish they would. I they get why those movies aren't on the network. Right, like that. They should be like. I don't get it. That's what's great about the Disney Plus models, like and Netflix too. It's like, guess what? We'll just make our own stuff in house. What's WWE doing? I mean, it's got to be a rights issue. Well, they keep making like one one episode of one thing, and then or I. What happened to the the cartoon that Seth Green was doing? Exactly. Just done. We don't even uh, announce cancellations anymore. You just have to figure it out for yourself. Oh no! It's I mean, like you talking about face. that camp, camp WWE? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened? Oh to that my thing? god! I'll tell you what happened. It fucking burns in hell. That's what happened to it. It's ho- it was it, oh. not my Cena. <laughs> no, it was not <laughs> that. No, it was just, it's just that bad. Like I tried to watch it. I was like, all right, this is cool. You got Vince playing himself. You get Ric Flair playing himself. Sergeant Slaughter was great, but. Uh, like, no. Then I was just, it was really bad. It just so felt I, like dick and fart jokes. I did not see the Jake the Snake stories. They did that yeah, too, didn't story they? The time. animated WWE story, story time. time. Yeah, that show was pretty cool. Except, like, you know, the stories you, they're we want. Not, yeah, they're not going to do the Jake stories I want. <laughs> like the one with the hot dog. <laughs> the yeah. dog shitting the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we all, we all have our jinx now. We're going to shove that kielbasa down his throat. <laughs> we woke, he, and he woke, we woke up. up. We're all just standing there jerking off. <laughs> and it just keep, you get Mean Gene. Well, that's it for story time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Put that cigarette out. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Just, Fuck it. I mean, like, they. yeah, they're not going to give you those. Like, I, but I think then if they did yeah. original movies or they they I mean and did their old movies and and let it you can watch the old movies or get some of the ones that are kind of funny to do it if, if I get to watch wrestlers do commentary on movies that's oh. like funny I think that would be fun like Gallows and Anderson doing commentary over like some of the WWE films I that seems I'd, really hard to do because and I say hard because that's it's so. Like, there's so many people who watch Mystery Science Theater 3000. They're like, oh, I could do that. It's no, no. It's, yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. It's like, really you have hard. to watch it, like, what, 50, 60 They said times? they watched it on average, like, 100 times. Yeah. yeah. You have to watch. I mean, it. It's That's like, unbelievable to watch a bad movie that many times. Yeah, yeah. Every or, week. E- e- any movie. Like, yeah, any movie. I, I mean, to watch it, a movie that often. I mean, like, that's. Gal- like, um, did you guys watch Botch Club? Nope. Like, and I, was that on principle, Jason? It sounds like it was. No, it's just like I was. No. It, it's when they were just throwing stuff up and going, mm. 
hey, let's try this, and there's only one thing, and I was like, nah, because it's if there would have been a bunch of them, I would have watched, but I'm not gonna watch some like in, get invested in something for it to be a one and done like that. I heard Edge and Christian's thing was always really cool. There, it was, it yeah. was, it was real funny because it's, I mean, they go like real deep wrestling like lore and do funny stuff. I mean, there's like an episode that Carlito's in, and they're like, whoa, we're shocked they let you let us use you. He goes, me too. But I guess that's why we're not shooting it in the studio. <laughs> Just like, uh, you know, like like fun stuff like that. It's like, and the, the where they go to be rich, and like Shane McMahon teaches them how to be rich snobs. Like, it's good stuff like that that's like real tongue-in-cheek. That that's like going okay. You're watching this. We're going to reward you for being a lifelong wrestling fan, and not just stuff that's in front of the camera, but all the backstage stuff you always hear about. We're going to fuck around with that too, and and have a good time. So especially the second season was a lot better than the first. Yeah, I, I'm something like Santa's sleigh would be something great for them to try and do themselves on their own network with that Braun they own. Stroman. Sure. There you go. Why not? <laughs> Sneaking around. Don't aren't in one some and some of the uh, the the bestsellers of pain or what are they? What are the their best. names? No, what the are, Arthur the Arthur's of pain. What are oh, they? The a bunch Ar- of drunk Arthur? Dudley Moores. Yeah, Arthur. You know, <laughs> they have a lot of guys with beards now. Like just they, everyone has a fucking beard. I mean, they need to have just like a a, a club of Santas that just go around beating people. <laughs> oh, you mean the the only club that matters, and it's like a right. bunch of Santas just. Yeah, oh, a biker club of just Santas that mur- Oh my god, that's a Rob Zombie movie. Right there. Just, yeah, I like it. Red hat, black top. Oh, we just killed it, so... Um. <laughs> Richard Morton. <laughs> just, just, just... Yeah. Oh. So, we're gonna take it home here? I... I mean, is there I, anything else you want to say about I this mean, movie? I mean, we haven't talked about the movie in ten minutes. So I, <laughs> um, I mean, that, what else can you really say? Um, I can say it's a watchable. Like, if you're having a friend's Christmas um, and you're just wanting something fun in the background for everybody to watch and just hang out with uh, and have a couple drinks, it's it's worth watching the beginning because you know by the time you get to the plot exposition, everyone will be ready to go home anyway. Um, so, I mean, it's a good night closer. Uh, it, it, other than that, you know, I mean, we watched it so that you didn't have to, so you're welcome. I will say, I think it's an infinitely better movie than Santa with Muscles. Mm. Like, it's, it's watchable. Like, that's the number one thing. Santa with Muscles is bad memories. (laughs) Bad memories. Bad memories? Yeah, Yeah, because it's, I remember it took me a long time to even get through it, because of just there's no flow to it yeah like this movie at least it it, i mean it's not a good movie but i i I don't hate it i don't hate santa's sleigh unlike santa with muscles it feels like this movie was at least written before they started filming right i feel like this is what the movie became you know like it might have been a good movie like the script earlier and then just kind of got put through the machine i think so maybe it's not a bad idea for a for a oh I'd love to hear your pitch for the Santa play. <laughs> All right, so hear me out, right? Santa, fucking psycho killer, okay? Well, we've seen that. No, 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 but he's the son of the devil. Well, it's why Morgan did he Freeman. give... It's Morgan Freeman, what? <laughs> Santa Claus it was an be... evil man. <laughs> it's a thriller, you see. This guy shows up and he says he's Santa, but nobody believes him. And then he has to go to court and prove he's Santa, and they bring in these bags of letters. Wait a minute, this is... I know this movie. <laughs> Sounds is it, awesome. Is it the ice storm? Just with Santa. The ice... The Ang Lee's the ice storm, but with a bunch of wrestlers and Santa. So then Dylan McDermott comes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's even better if you mix him up. It's Dermot Mulroney. Oh, oh. So then Eric McCormick comes in. (laughs) All the people I mix up with him, that would be perfect. And then you got Tegan Egler, or whatever his name is. Taron Egerton? Well, yeah. And then what's the other ones with the weird names now? It's like there's like the three guys now that are, they all have really weird names. You're right. All right, so there's the guy in Solo. That's 
that that guy is what guy in Solo? The Solo Han Solo. Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, that guy. Oh, you're talking yeah, about the Cyclops guys that he's mixed up. Okay. Slash Ready Player One guy. Uh, right. That's um. You're right. It's the same sounding. It sounds exactly the same. Right. Yeah. Right. And then there's Rocket Man. That's Ter- that's Taron Ed- Edgerton. Right. Right. Hold on. Ready. Yeah, I have to get that name going. I always Ty Sheridan. Right. Yeah. So you have this. Wait, well, can you imagine them as a as a running club of dudes yeah. just going around? Yeah, the bland leading the bland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Ready Player One, but Ty Sheridan, woof. Alden's good. I don't remember him. It, it was sad. Well, I haven't gone back and watched those X Men movies in a bit. Like with him, like Apocalypse, and I have not seen Dark Phoenix. It looks just I'm unbelievably good. bad. I'm solid. Uh, but. But I just I don't remember him as Cyclops to I don't either kind of I have no rec- recollection of that. Yeah, I like well, Ready Player One. He's fine, huh? He's fine at Ready Player One. Oh well, yeah, well he's... he he does what's called for him. Plus he's not you know he's CGI most of the time. Right. So, yeah. It's like Sam Worthington. It's like yeah, I guess he's all right in Avatar. Right. <laughs> I, heard, I heard I heard somebody the other day really like like standing up for Avatar, and I was like really. I was like, I'd like to meet this individual. But then, like, they close it out with like, but it's not very rewatchable. And I'm like, well, then why are we talking? Not a good ending. Then why are we talking? Uh, he, he had me. Yeah, I mean, like, it I has to be rewatchable. It'd be good. Yeah, ten years ago, yeah, it, it it was revolutionary in terms of doing the 3D thing. You brought it out, you, mm-hmm. which is great. But that's all you did because <laughs> everything else is pretty forgettable. We'll see what the sequel does because uh, that's where it all rests oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what would you rate Santa's sled? Two. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, uh, Jason, what do you rate this, man? Man, well, as little and as vitriol as Will had to say, I got to go a little higher because I did enjoy it. I, I would, I would give Santa Slay a four, and if it didn't have the bad music, I'd give Santa Slay a five and a half. But the bad music's there. Jason. <laughs> cool. I give it a three. I mean, it's it's not terrible. <laughs> it's fun it's to watch. Terrible. It's fun to watch with a group of people. Yeah, I watched like, it unfortunately alone. <laughs> oh, oh, me too. That's why I'm sitting here going. This would be so much more fun if my friends were here. <laughs> oh look, Chris Kattan's finger banging Fran Drescher in front of James Gunn. Man, <laughs> I never thought I like, would. That's you know. That's what like makes that. It, that's why this. It seemed like it was going to be a completely different like, movie for a second. I'd like to think that when James Con calls him a half, you know what? That oh, that's that, Norm that, Macdonald talking. That, that's an ad lib coming in there. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what they say. Norm Macdonald talking. <laughs> yeah, because that's what the, Chris Kattan used to get. You know, that kind of talk at SNL. Right. Yeah. I was like, did, did Norm slip him, slip Jimmy Con something? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you here. Uh... James Con looks like he's just ready to leave. Immediately, as soon as I can't blame him. What's he doing here? Like, it's when your mind kind of uh, unconsciously goes, "Grandkid in college," (laughs) and this—that's the only thing that makes sense. You think that there was enough money from this to send a grandkid (laughs) to college? This even has credit to like the uh, the Canadian Film Society at the end. Thank you for for the tax cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's what it said. Yeah. Oh God. All right, so. It, it was a uh, for 2019 you know probably not as many episodes cranked out as we would have liked but we're not gonna quit and I say I, I'm serious when I say that because it bums me out when I see online that there are podcasts that are just like you know what we're shutting down it's like why like maybe it's a lot of time between your episodes but we're not gonna quit we're not gonna stop it may be some time in between like I said because of various things whether it's family work or whatever but we're not going away. Too many people depend on this for the sake of their lives. I'm just kidding. I, I just threw that in there just to make it sound like we're more important than what we are. But... That's a classic Christmas mistake. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Don't overvalue yourself. But uh, we will be back. We've got more work to do. We've got to get through from Sting to Hogan, and we will. Just be patient with us. And uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at New Blood Pod. Run Facebook New Blood Rising Podcast. I am at William Rinkin eighty three. I am at the Jason Kiesler. and I am at CM underscore Stabs. We'll see you guys again soon. We I think we are at the Great American Bash, if I'm not mistaken. Got to sure. Get, I believe we're at the Great American Bash in ninety two. I think, but that's I'm going to say that now. That could change, but that's where we'll see you guys next. Merry Christmas. Yeah.